0: You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin
1: and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck.
2: We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and
1: axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling.
2: Well, good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And we have no idea why we're here. Uh, It's between football games. Oh, that's true. That's true. Next week is the Super Bowl. The Stupid Bowl. Yes. So we've got the Brady clan, the Brady Bunch, right? (laughs) Well, Brady and the Bunch. Brady and the Bunch playing against the Eagles, which I'm sure people from Philadelphia and people from New England are all excited about. Yeah. But I'll find myself... Remarkably disinterested. And it's not exactly a Subway series, but it's close. Yeah, it is close. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'll watch it for the the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we're supposed to talk about something. Do you know what it is? Uh, it was it was trucking. Tires. Oh, oh, tires. Yes, that's right. That's right. I forgot what we did. Align. Um, tires alignment tire problems. If you have questions or comments, uh, you can push one on your phone dial and we'll be glad to uh, respond to you and get your questions and comments. Uh, If you don't push the one on your phone, if enough of you don't, Mm -hmm. and there's nothing going on, I will start singing and then that's your problem. But I enjoy it, so too bad. So what's to do this week? I'm on jury duty. (laughs) I got jury. I've got a three-week case. A murder trial. Um, yeah, and I and I can't talk about it no, other than to, to say that's where I'm going to be. And so I won't be taking tech calls. You'll have to talk to Kevin and John. Um, i I I'd be tied up from 8.30 in the morning to 4.30 or so in the afternoon, Monday through Friday. Uh, if something's special, I can respond to it after 4.30 in the afternoon central time. But that's it, man. You don't know nothing else. I know nothing. I yeah. see nothing. I do nothing. I'm a Schultz. Right. And because you were in jury duty, I had to go speak to Valley Tire. Yes, you went yeah. to Valley Tire in Erie. How much snow was on the ground in Erie, Pennsylvania? None? None? Oh, well, the morning after the thing, there was maybe a half inch of ice. But there weren't piles of snow? No. No? No, It was. it was just like. Here, <laughs> my God! All the snow they got and it melted that quick. It melted that quick. Do they have a big, uh, big flamethrower they go around and melt it with? I don't. I don't know. I saw that on MythBusters. That does not work well. It doesn't, uh No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the flamethrower. A hot air dryer. A hair dryer. Right, something like that would seem to work really well. A tur- yeah, one of those torpedoes we used to heat the garages right. with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, We do have a couple of questions. Uh, There is one from a 254 area code. What's your guess? Uh, My guess is, you know, it's it's familiar, honestly. I'm going to say Ohio just because I just can't remember. Texas. Texas. Yeah. And, of course, since he is from Texas and he can't get out of Texas. It takes too long. He's still in Texas. Right. So let's call up and find out what part of Texas he's in. All righty. Hello, Texas. Hello, Texas.
3: Yeah, hi guys. Uh, yeah, I'm over in Lubbock right at the moment. You're it. It. All
2: right. Are you Are you, it, you going into, back
3: to
2: Are you that's going to Luckenbach, Texas, with Waylon and uh, Willie and the boys?
3: No, no, no. Well, they are put in a an interstate that's going to be pretty close to Lukenbach. Cool. I-14. I-14 going uh, across the middle of Texas. But uh, oh,
2: okay. Well, they have to have some way to get out of there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well,
2: yep. Good place. Better just walk yeah. across the desert. Right. Well, what can we do for you today?
3: Well, I, uh, I had an 01 FLD that I took over to Chad in Kansas City. And mm-hmm. uh-huh. he, he, he found all sorts of stuff that old truck needed. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it did straighten it up. did real well. Uh, Good little little good price. It got into some bushes back on the rears. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that, that was amazing how they just pressed those things in and out.
4: Uh, yeah, yep.
3: So uh I'm buying an 07 uh mm-hmm. liner, and mm-hmm. uh, I heard Kevin say the other day that, that he preferred not to run butters on price. he, he, he preferred what? 100, 150,000 out of out of Steer tires or all-position tires? What
2: uh-huh. y'all okay. recommend. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, all-position tires on all-wheel positions instead of lug-type drive tires? Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Yeah, what's happening here? <sighs> well, that argument goes back and forth, okay? So let's ignore fuel economy because we don't deal with fuel economy, Right. all right? Now. Okay. Theoretically, an all-position tire should get better fuel economy than a lug tire, but again, that's not my business. An all-position steer tire will have 19 or 18 30 seconds of tread depth. Yep. A, a lug tire will have anywhere from 28 to 32 30 seconds of tread depth. Now, we rate tires at how many miles you can drive every 30 second of an inch you wear off. All right. And in a drive position, unless you're running 600 horsepower or some silly up horsepower, we expect to get about 15,000 miles per 30 second wear rate. Okay? So if you have 18 30 seconds... And you're going to pull them when you get down to two thirty seconds. You got about one hundred fifty thousand on it. No, at sixteen thirty seconds times fifteen thousand miles per thirty seconds. Okay. Yeah, it should be a bit more than that. You're going to get a bit more than that. You're going to get you're going to get like uh, two hundred and sixty thousand miles. There we go. Okay. But by the All same right. token, if if you have thirty two thirty seconds on the drive tires. You should be able to get almost double that. So the cost to buy that all position tire versus the cost to buy the drive tire to us is not that much difference in cost. And you get more miles out of the lug tire. A lot more miles. Not to mention better traction and and the other stuff. Whatever condition you're in. So Does, does that make any sense to you?
3: Yes, absolutely. Uh, although I've never gotten that kind of mild out of, out of either one. but uh, So can I follow up with another question? The,
2: uh, sure. We, we charge double for the second question, though.
3: <laughs> okay. Boy, that'll break me. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I understand that, that China has has uh, complicated all the big factories and mm-hmm. now they're selling tires, tires and bargain right this, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, what he be having paid on the chinese tires They're, Well their it depends for all at, the
2: news. Yeah, th- it depends on which chinese tire you're talking about, right. okay? For example, I just recently learned that Double Coin tire, which is a chinese tire, is 50% owned by Michelin. And I'm getting reports <laughs> that the Double Coin tire Although it is not a quote smart way approved low rolling resistance tire is getting some very good tire mileages and is doing very good some of the other stuff I've seen is just crap right it all comes from the uh, the level of manufacturing that they've got going on at that factory and the engineering right the engineering and yes right what what quality of operation is it right do they have dirt floors and no actual glass in the windows, or is it, uh, uh you know, an electronic uh, right? And they are improving, I'll, I'll give you that, they're improving all the time. Yep. Yeah, I heard they were stealing
3: the technology and building these factories using that.
2: Well, they, they're some of it is stealing, and some of it is the fact that our tire manufacturers are going over there and helping them build tires so that so that, like, Michelin can sell a tire that is lower priced than theirs, but they get to keep some of the profit off of it. Well, not only that, but they do have a market themselves that they have to serve. Right. Right. It's just cheaper for our companies to build stuff over there or partner with them to get it built there to sell in that market. Okay, well, so when I get this other truck, uh,
3: I'm, I don't get up to uh, Kansas City anymore to visit Chad. hmm like to notice on down in sections uh, schedule
2: a trip to Kansas City or or Well, there's there's other people around that can align your truck. Right. You're in West Texas. Is that where you run all the time or is or uh, are you home base there or what? Uh,
3: no, no. I'm I'm I'll be changing my operation right now. I'm in the country truck. Yeah. Okay,
2: well, I'm, I know there's a good shop in Midland, Texas. Hmm. Uh, I know there's a good guy down in El Paso, Texas. Definitely. Uh, I, I there, There's some good shops in different areas. You don't have to go to Chad. He is very good, don't get me wrong. But there's other people out there. Right. We've got a website, uh, mdalignment.com, and we've got a shop locator with about 150 shops around the country, maybe more than that. Now. Yeah, you just pick the state you want on the map, and it shows you the shops in that state. Well, I'm glad I called in. Yeah. Okay, buddy. All right. All about right. That. listen
3: on. We all have a good time.
2: Appreciate You, you do the same. Anytime. Bye. All right. Goodbye. Yeah, okay. That was that was a good conversation with Texas. Um, yeah, but, uh, over the years, we've gone back and forth in the industry. People have run street rib tires, and then they run back to lug tires, and they go to street rib tires, and and... It, it all depends on what the most important thing to you is. That's if right. they're really after fuel economy, I will grant you a straight rib tire will do better. It does have some traction issues, and it doesn't have as much tread depth, so the tire's not going to last as long. Sure. But can you do it? Sure, you can do it. Yeah. And uh, the longest, tires, is, the, is the, do the tires wear longer at the bottom of the tread or at the top of the tread? I I know I've heard all kinds of stories on it, but all the years I've done it, when I've measured the tires, I've never been able to prove that. Okay, so thirty seconds a thirty second, a thirty seconds a thirty second, and I want to see about fifteen thousand miles per thirty second. All right. Okay. Now, the higher the horsepower you run, we we get less tire life. The more fuel efficient the tire is. Mm -hmm the more it tends to produce a regular wear, which shortens the life of the tire, even though you still got tread on part of it. Right. Okay. If you're running these stupid lightweight axles that flex and cause oh, it yeah. to cup on the shoulders, well, now you're going to pull the tire before you've run out of the tread. But if you got a no one Freightliner, you probably don't. Well, I know one Freightliner could have a nine five because they started building them in 98. The right. But okay. they didn't have the low rolling resistance tires. So they didn't care. Right. But now we do. So it's always a balance of things Now I can remember years ago. Back in the back in the early 90s, when we were running four and a quarter cats, we were running 400 horsepower Cummins. Okay, we did not have low rolling resistance tires. We had speed limits of 65 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and we were getting 450,000 miles out of drive tires just regular as rain. Right, and we were getting 150 to 170,000 miles out of steer tires regular as rain. Right had to ba- you had to adjust the bearings twice you had earlier. to keep the bearings snug but other than that everything ran then we went into higher horsepowers then we went into fuel economy tires then they kept lightening up everything and uh, the overall tire life went down right so but that's the way life is mm. right. okay we got another caller here at a 715 area code that's uh Minnesota isn't it no Wisconsin cheesehead well, yeah. lamp a Green Bay Packer. I wonder what he thinks about the Super Bowl. Uh, it's being held in Minnesota. I know. Oh. I bet he could just give a crank less about it. Get a crank. Okay, let's find out. <laughs> Hello, Wisconsin. Hello. How you doing?
5: Yeah. Well, wow, there are mud ducks over there. Mud ducks,
2: that's it. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, Are you in Wisconsin?
5: No, I'm in Tennessee right now. So
2: Tennessee, okay, that's cool. Stay am good.
5: It, uh well, up? I, well, I've got a Sterling truck, and I've talked to, I've been to Chad a couple times with it. And mm. the last time we were in there, we reset the steering because it had a 55-degree steering. And yep. Okay. I'm burning that. I'm burning that outside rib on the right tire off. Still. And so we. Re- and I reset the reset the steering, and it's still doing it.
2: I've well, got the left the tire.
5: I burned off. I burned off two right tires, and the left tire still looks new.
2: Okay. Have have when he changed it? Did you put a fresh tire there, or the tire already started?
5: Yep. Put a brand new. Put well,
2: on a new tire, and it's still doing you know, it. huh? All right. Well, how many turns of the steering wheel do you have now to the right?
5: Just
2: five. No oh, five total
5: five
2: toes. from from the center then and it's, you have two and a half to the right yep that's still a half it, turn too much well
5: that's we, all we could set it out and it's i mean I, we know it really really hurts the turning radius
2: yep and yeah. and it's gonna hurt that more. that extra half a turn is what's killing you right you need a less you need you need a well Two and a half to the left is fine, but only two to the right. Yeah, if you go two and a half to the right, you're going to take the outside shoulder off. Okay, so. Sorry, i and, yeah, it got part and it. it's, yeah, and that's the trade-off. The, it's do the, you, would you rather turn sharp or would you rather save uh, the tire? The tires it's it's an economic decision. What's more important to you, money-wise?
5: Well, I don't, you know, it, just, it, it didn't seem like it was that big a problem the first few years we had the truck.
2: It mm-hmm. yeah. well, seems
5: like it's getting worse.
2: I, yeah, I the more you se- you <laughs> the more sensitive and low rolling resistance the tire is, the more sensitive it is, is the problem. Right. That's why we didn't even notice it was happening until about 2010. Yeah, and then all of these low rolling resistance tires, and it just became a big issue. Now, the only way I know of to control that now, you and Chad tried it by adjusting out the bolts on the steering axle, right? Right in order to get that much change on that steering, they're going to have to adjust the stops in the steering gearbox. You can have somebody do that. And I would suggest that you leave the turn to the left because it's not going to cause a problem because the steering gearbox is over holding that tire still. I would just adjust the turn to the right because it's out there flopping on its own.
5: Right. Okay. And one other question. Mm-hmm. Now, for the first eight nine hundred thousand miles, this truck had one set of bearings in the front. Yep, I've, I've replaced them twice since that in the last three hundred thousand miles.
2: What brand bearings are you buying? Timkins. You're buying Timkins, and you're still having to replace them, huh? Something's yep. going and on and with the, installation. It sounds like.
5: And I mean that uh, that 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 one bearing. I mean it was. I mean it was.
2: It was chewed up bad. That's bad. That's bad. That seems, uh, it seems to indicate that the, uh you know, you're replacing bearings and races, right? Yeah. You yep. always replace the races with the bearings. Yep.
5: Every, everything's new.
2: But when they replace the bearing, was there a lot of excess metal in the hub? There had to be.
5: Yeah, it
2: had to be. Was there aluminum metal in the hub? In other words, non ferrous metal that the magnet wouldn't pick up. Boy, I don't know. You've got aluminum about that. Yeah, you've got aluminum hubs on this truck. Right. I'm wondering if it's worn in. Yeah, if the race is actually turning in the hub. Right. And if you break a little aluminum and then you allow that aluminum to run in the bearing, it'll chew the bearing up. Right.
5: Okay. Well, we put new hubs on. Wait a minute, no, huh. drums. Nope,
2: we didn't. Uh, no, yeah. You're, I, okay, I well, I'll, I'll, have about to, to, <laughs> I'll have to ask them about
5: that. Boy, yeah. they do a good job cleaning it up when they get,
2: you know, cleaning it up. But, uh, yeah. Uh, L- let me explain what happened years ago. Um, Alcoa came out with a new hub, an aluminum hub that was supposed to be a hot shit deal. And within 30,000, 40,000 miles, we had aluminum metal coming out of hubs, okay? And we got to looking at what was going on, and when that hub warmed up, the aluminum moved away from the steel race, and the steel race was actually spinning in the hub. Ouch. Okay? Okay. And the way we proved it was we went to a Peterbilt dealer, and we said, you got one of those new aluminum hubs? Yeah, we got it right here. Does it have the pre races in it? Yeah, the races are right here. We took it out, and, and we set it on the floor, and we reached in, and we tried to turn the race, and it wouldn't turn. We said, okay, that's cool. Now, let's take it over to the steam cleaner. And we steamed that hub with the steam cleaner until we got everything nice and warm. We reached in there, and we could spin the race with our hands. Ouch. Okay, not a
5: good deal.
2: Now if your old hubs are starting to allow the race to turn and the race is milling out some aluminum and that's going into the bearings, that's why your bearings are going out quick.
5: Okay. I'll we'll go over that when I get home.
2: Need yep, need to check those hubs and see what kind of shape they're in.
5: Okay. All that right. Sounds good. That sounds good. Thank you. All right.
2: You have a good day. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Yep. Do you just never know no. out. Yes, they do. And there's not much I can say about that. Nope. Bum. I know where a 760 is. You do? 760. Well, where do you think it is? Wait. On the telephone? Yeah. No, isn't it California? It is. It is. <laughs> it is. You think this is our buddy from Julian? It might be. It might be. Let's see where this guy in California is. All right. Hello, California.
0: Hello, Mike. Uh, yep, I'm up here in Julian.
2: How you doing, Don?
0: Good. And yourself? Good.
2: Well, other than jury duty, I'm doing pretty good.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're lucky you're not here. 90-mile-an-hour winds up here just south of town.
2: Oh, are they blowing uh, toward the ocean? Yep. So we got that old Santa Ana going. Santa Ana and our lovely power
0: company, local power company, San Diego gouge and extortion decides to turn off power
2: (laughs) because it's unsafe. The cables are flopping around, and they don't want to start a fire. Right? Did they put the fires out?
0: Yeah, in fact, they're putting one out right
2: now. There's a small one um, up near Alpine. Oh, Oh, jeez. I hope it's still small. Okay. All right. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I lived up there. I know what it's like. Yep. 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 You have to. Oh, you yeah. have to be self, um, Self-sufficient if you live in Julian. Yep. Yep. <laughs> What's I up? I got Eddie? one question,
0: and I and you know what else is going on. Uh, yep. Question. Uh, alignments on transfers or bottom dumps with that <clears throat> front axle that pivots on the trailer. Yep. The torque arm is adjustable on the left side, so. Yes. how do how is it set you know well, you know what angle
2: should it be set at well there's two ways to do that right the way I prefer to do it is you have the transfer hooked up to the truck you drive okay. the whole unit up nice and straight you put your little targets with our system against the rear drive on the truck mm-hmm. you put the lasers on that steerable axle
0: okay.
2: and you adjust the length of that arm until that steerable axle is aimed parallel with that drive axle in front of it.
0: Okay. And we check their work. And and dead straight ahead, basically.
6: Or
2: a hair to the left. Yeah, hair Hair to the left. We're only talking about a hair because it's a very long distance. Now, the other way you can do it is if the trailer is disconnected and that tongue is sticking out there. Now, is this a long tongue or a short tongue? A long tongue. All right. Then what you do is you put your targets out there, even with the edge ends of the tongue. Now you take a tape measure and measure from the tongue out to the target to the left and then out to the target to the right to make sure they're the same distance away from the tongue. Got okay. it? Yeah. Yep. And then you put your lasers on the axle and adjust it until it's aimed straight with the tongue. And the red really check that okay. work. <laughs> Back, yeah. forward, recheck. Really yeah. So that's why it's easier to do it when it's hooked up to a truck. Right.
0: Okay, because I had the question and I said, I don't know. Let me find out.
2: Yeah. Do those all the time. Piece of cake. No big deal. Okay, because, you know,
0: uh, Superior and a bunch of
2: other
0: local companies, they got a lot of those around here.
2: Oh, they got a ton of them. Right. Now, the second axle on that trailer needs to be aligned to that pivoting axle. Okay. So, your targets are on the pivoting axle. So, in a sense, what you've got is you've got a two-axle tractor, right? One drive, one steer. You have a single-axle trailer behind it that you align to the drive axle. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have a steerable gear. That's what we call that pivoting
6: axle, a gear. You align it to the back axle of the truck, okay. and then you've got a front train of that's to try to So start at the front,
2: align the truck, and then work your way back. Yep. Okay. And
0: um, if I don't call in tomorrow to order the uh, TNT system, that'll probably it will definitely be Tuesday.
2: That's fine. No problem. We'll be here. It's no big deal. Okay. Glad to help you.
0: And all right. what, all, so what all comes with that set?
2: John's going to send you a list of that stuff tomorrow, okay? And it comes with an yeah. instruction manual, comes with a recommended settings, comes with worksheets, okay? Comes with you the me targets, all that stuff with laser. Okay, all right. So you've got most of it already, okay? Yeah. And so basically you're going to get the laser, you're going to get the two little targets we shoot to, you should get a little bag to carry it in. And mm-hmm. um, I know you said you're using some, some sort of load straps to hold the, the, the tow bars on with, right? Yeah, uh, ratcheting and load straps. Okay, we're going to send you a strap. Okay. It'll work better. Strap. And you only need to put a strap on one of your toe bars. You need okay. to if you really want to. You put it on one, and on the other side, you hold it up with your knee.
0: Okay. Now, do I get a... Uh, 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 the, the, uh, the inclinometer, the uh, level.
2: Normally we don't use it. If you really want one, you can get one, but okay. normally that's I don't what, use one. I'll wait on that. Uh, yeah. I'll save up
0: for the QT, QCT set then.
2: Well, even in the QCT set, we normally don't include that anymore because it's really not necessary.
0: You've got one okay. on your
2: phone. That's, yeah, like Kevin oh, says, you got one on your phone.
0: Yeah, that's true, and i got one of the old uh, analog one or one of the old mechanical ones too.
2: Yeah, but I I ninety nine percent of the time when I'm doing alignments, I don't use it.
0: Okay. Okay. Yep. And uh, yeah, I was um, on the phone with uh, Jerry there in Ohio. Real nice guy. Real good guy. Oh yeah. And uh, yep. Chad, and they said, yeah, do, do, start out there and upgrade if you can as quick as you can.
6: Sure,
2: sure. Get just make some money first. Don't don't go spending all your money. All yep. right. All righty, buddy. Okay. Yep. You have a great day. We'll look forward to hearing from you. All okay, right. you too. bye bye. Bye. Okay, that's right. a good call. The guy right. that wants to get into it, we'd be more than happy to help him anytime. Yep. We That's the way all of our customers have started. They decided they wanted to get into it. And uh, he's going to be a little challenged in the areas in, but he's willing to drive to the customers and yeah. uh, go get them done. Very good. got to do. All right. We have another call what from 806. That I, I just. Um, is that Jamaica? I'm going to say it's Oklahoma just because I have no idea. Well, the guys in Oklahoma will be happy, but the people in Texas where it's from will be insulted <laughs> that you thought he was calling from Oklahoma. There was no winning this. All right. Well, let's see what he's got. All right. Is he in? He's stuck in Texas. He's also. still in Texas. You can't right. get out of Texas. All right. Hello, Texas. Hello,
4: sir. The scary part is, if you guess Lubbock, Texas, like the first caller, that's right. exactly where I am. That's kind
2: of scary. You guys must be psychologically connected out there, huh? Well, it's very unfortunate for you, too, because we've had our fill of Lubbock, Texas for the night. Right. I'm going to Luke and Buck, Texas, <laughs> Waylon and Willie and the boys. Uh, <laughs> What's up, buddy? Our last caller, by the way. So uh, uh, get ready for more of that singing if uh, if you don't have any questions.
4: If I have his phone number, I'd be interested in the FLD that he's got. Ah, but, uh, okay. Anyway, um, we've been taking our truck, one of my trucks, over to uh, Bill Jewell over at the Oil Medic in Fort yep, Worth. I yep. think. Uh huh. And um, he was in there just, I don't know, two or three months ago, I guess, with a
7: vibration
4: issue, and we changed some tie rod ends and things. And it hasn't got any better. He took the the steer tire Mm -hmm. in for an alignment. Well, and got it balanced. And they put 24 ounces on there, and it's still not balanced. And then we went back over to the oil medic, and he checked everything and said that the alignment's good and everything, and he didn't charge us because we'd just been in there. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, I mean...
2: Well, how old it? is the... Uh, well, let's let's talk about this vibration. Okay. Let, let's start talking about the vibration. Do you feel it at a certain speed...
4: You know what? I should have brought the driver in on this call.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, because without the data, I mean, I'm just throwing shit at the wall here. Well, then let's go over to that question I had. How old is this vehicle and that tire assembly? It's a
4: 2007. Um, I've got a picture of the tire I can send you guys. Uh,
2: Uh, No, I... I don't want to talk at the tire. First, I want to talk about the vibration. Right. What kind of vibration? Yeah. Does he feel it in his hands? Does it start in his seat and feet? Is it a certain speed range? Um, All of those things will help lead me to finding a problem here. Right. All right. Hang on one
4: minute. You guys got two seconds? I'm going to see if I'm smart enough to add him. Okay.
2: If you're Uh, not successful, we'll still be around. Okay. All right. Hang on. <laughs> I'm going to Lukenbach, Texas. Waylon and Willie and the boys. If he drops for we'll a go the next scholar, he'll come back. This successful life we're living's got us feuding like that. The more people ask questions. <laughs> I, we,
4: Jerry James', James train
2: songs and Willie's playing songs and blue eyes crying in the rain. <laughs> I'm going to Lukenbach, Texas. Ain't nobody no, feeling that. nobody.
4: That's all right. Yeah. I guess he's talking to his girlfriend more important than me. <laughs> but no, he, he's telling me he's feeling it driving down the road. What speed, I'm not sure. Well,
2: feeling um, it driving down the road is when I expect him to feel it. But is he feeling it? Does it start shaking in the steering wheel or does it start shaking? Does he feel it first in his feet and the seat? That tells me which end of the truck it's on. If he can drive through it, that tells me one thing. If he feels it both when he accelerates and then it stops at a high speed and starts again when he slows down, that tells me another thing. So here's what I'd like right. you to do. I'm going to give you the office number here. I won't be in the office tomorrow. I have jury duty. Mm-hmm. But I want you to call in. I want you to talk to Kevin and John Yep. and have your driver on the phone so you guys can talk about all this stuff. And they can give you some ideas what to look for, okay? Right. Okay. All right. So the num the number at the office, are you ready for this? Yep. It's 800-EAT-SHIT. Oh, no, no, that's not it. That, that was another that's one. That, one. that was a whole other one. 800-617-5592. 5592. Right.
4: Okay. I'll have... Okay? All right. And he calls me back in a few minutes. I'll call back in again if you still
2: are... <laughs> that's fine uh, that's no problem in fact what i'd like you to do you can stay on the line if you want no you got to get off the line in order to call yeah that's fine if you if you want to call back in we're going to be here for another half hour yeah okay okay Sounds good. and we'll talk to you either then or tomorrow yep all right all right right. (laughs) bye-bye try to give that guy some help he obviously needs some help now that's 214 214 yes yes Where do you think that is? I think it's Georgia. (laughs) It's Dallas. Dallas. It's the third Texas call. Two, one, four. Oh, yes. Two, one. Yeah. That's Dallas. We've had our fill of Texas. We have a load of Texas. Should we not accept the third Texas call today? (laughs) Or will we let him call through? We'll let him call. Okay. Um, And he's stuck in Dallas? He's still stuck in Texas. Yeah. Can't get out of there. All right. Hello, Texas. (laughs)
1: Yeah, good day, mate.
2: How you doing?
1: I'm not, I'm, not, I'm doing good. I'm not in Texas. I'm in South Carolina. And
2: and How you're not that? from, from Texas, Texas to begin with. Oh no, he's got an accent. <laughs> a, yeah, but any a Texas back.
1: accent. <laughs>
2: uh, deep South. Deep South. Yeah. All, right. All right. What's up, buddy? With,
1: well, with regard to that, you know, when you get that that wear on the shoulder on the right hand steer car. Uh huh. If you have if you have big steering boxes, you eliminate that with? But the point here.
2: Okay, here's here's the problem that happens on some of the newer trucks. It started on Volvo's in two thousand. They set the truck up so it turns more than two turns to the right. When you get past two turns to the right, the steering arm on the right side has come in so far that it gets in line with the tie rod, and the end joint can no longer hold it still, and so it buckles back and forth like a double-jointed elbow. So the tire is leaning up on its outside shoulder, turning to the right, and then it starts wiggling and erases the outside shoulder off the tire. Mm -hmm. And it wiggles even more if it's backing up with negative caster. Yes. so what we've learned to do is adjust the steering assembly, so the steering wheel will not go more than two turns to the right. And then we don't have that tire rod problem. Right. And then it, it doesn't occur on the left side because there's a steering arm on the front side of the spindle holding it in place when the tie rod straightens out. Yeah, the gearbox is holding it. Right. Yeah. So if yeah. you had two steering gearboxes, you do eliminate that problem. Right.
1: Okay. Because uh, a, a truck all uh down under, it, it had. These steering boxes. I guess it had a heavier front axle. I don't know what it was like, yes. right but had yeah, a steering box on each
2: side. Yeah, then you yeah. won't have the problem. Now normally oh, yeah. if you go past if you go past a fourteen thousand pound gearbox, normally they require two steering gearboxes then. Right. So if you had a sixteen or eighteen thousand pound front axle running three one five tires or three eighty fives, you'll have two gearboxes and you won't have the problem.
1: Right. Okay, yeah, because i got a, I got a 14.6 front axle, yep. but it's only got like, one steering back there.
2: Right. right, and so then the question is, how many turns does the steering wheel go?
1: Well, mine, mine's a stinger rig, so I don't turn real sharp anyway, but it does go two and a half if I want it to, but I, I'm the right. I'm the sort of guy, I, I'll Oh, if it's six lanes wide, I may make a U-turn, but if it ain't, I won't. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Well, most of this tire wear tends to show up because guys are doing a lot of backing up into docks and stuff. And when they're backing, they're turning really sharp to maneuver. And that tends to be where we get most of the wear. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so, uh, I don't I don't, have to back up much anyway,
2: so I'll
1: pull up and unload them off the back and then drive away.
2: Yeah, that'll I, probably why that you won't these, have a problem. These differences, I, I made it very difficult to figure out what the heck the problem was. Yeah, until we finally isolated it. Right.
1: Okay. okay. Thank you very much. Thank right. you, buddy. You have a good day. All right. Bye. To okay.
2: Right. <laughs> Head to Lubbock. <laughs> We're all going to Lubbock. Everybody's in Lubbock. <laughs> uh, I want to go to it isn't in Lubbock. Okay. There. We got a 917 area code. Now, where where was that guy from? He said he's from Texas, but he's in North Carolina. But where was he from? Where was he from? Well, he said he was down under. (laughs) He's
6: Australian.
2: Yeah. New Zealand. I think the accents are pretty similar. I don't know that the New Zealanders call themselves down under. But I don't know. That's an interesting question. We should call him back and ask him. Uh, 917 area code. Where's that? I'm going with Utah. New York. New York. It started with an N. Utah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, not Nevada. Utah. <laughs> all right. This is a New Yorker. I bet he's in Florida. I bet he is. Let's find out. Because everybody from New York is. In they all go to Florida, right now. Yeah. Hello, New York.
3: That's right, Florida.
2: Florida. See, <laughs> we do that.
3: Hey, thanks guys for taking my call. Um, I have a question about if I can use some advanced technology, such as you know, shrink, duct tape markers, to see if my tire, my stair tires, are towed up.
2: Yeah. Okay. That that's you can do that. That's, that's easy. The best way to do it. Sure. It's the most reliable way to do it. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna instruct you to buy something. We sell okay. a book on how to do that. If you yeah. go to our website, you can go through our products, and there's a book called The Common Man's Guide to Wheel Alignment. It takes you through all the steps to use those Mickey Mouse high-tech things to check the alignment on your truck. Yep. Okay? Okay. Now that I've told you that, I'm going to tell you how to do it over the radio. Okay? Great. <laughs> right. Okay. By to measure the the book. to measure toe on the front of the truck, you need duct tape, an ink pen, a tape measure, and a helper. Okay? Okay. You drive your vehicle up straight someplace on asphalt or concrete, drive it straight ahead, roll it to a stop, set your parking brake, and get out of the truck. On the backside of the two-steer tires, on the tread, you're going to put a small square of duct tape. Now, you want this duct tape low enough on the tire that you can string a tape measure across there without hitting exhaust pipes or frames or springs or anything, okay? Okay. You're going to make two little ink marks on the duct tape with your ink pen. One on one side, one on the other. You're going to slide the tape measure across under the truck. Your helper is going to hold the tape measure on one ink mark, and you're going to measure to the other ink mark. Got it? Then you're going to drive the truck forward until those two pieces of duct tape show up in the front of the tires. And you're okay. going to measure it again. And the difference? The front measurement should be 116th of an inch shorter than the back measurement. That's the goal. Okay. That's how you measure it. We're all done. All right. You can adjust for oh, that's that. It. Okay. That's it. Yep.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, I put a new set of stair tires on here. I called you guys about two weeks ago, where the inside mm-hmm. rib close to the uh, um, frame uh, okay. of both tires was wearing out on this. Mm-hmm. And I put a new set on there, and um, the truck is still pulling to the right a little bit, and still feel like it's wandering all over the road. And I think okay. you guys suggested that I have a toe out situation. Now, um, like in it. terms of kingpin, in terms of kingpin. Yeah. Are there supposed to be any play whatsoever up and down in that kingpin area or no play oh, yeah. whatsoever?
2: You can have a little bit of up and down play. You can have a little bit of in and out play because perfectly tight doesn't last. Things wear in. Okay. okay. But right. But if you can bounce the tire up and down a quarter inch, it ain't good. Right. And if you can j- grab the top of the tire and it goes clunk, clunk when you push in and out, that's no good. Right. If you can okay. feel it, that's one thing. If you can see it, that's quite another. Yeah, a little play is not unusual. That's not a big deal.
3: Okay. All right. Well, thank you, guys.
2: Very good, All buddy. Right. Good luck to you. All Bye. Right. Okay. That was All fine. Right. Quick and easy. That was All fine. Right. Um, do we want to go over to this 806? That's the Texas 2 guy. Right. That was looking for his buddy. The second Texas one. Let's see if he Texas. got his buddy. All right. Should we get him? Yeah. All right. Hello, Texas.
4: Hello, gentlemen. All right. I've got my driver, David, on the phone with us, and he's been driving this truck for two or three years now. So, you want to ask him the questions?
2: Sure. Can you hear me, David? Yes, sir. Very good. Now you got this vibration in your truck, right? Yes. When you're driving in the. no, 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 no. When you're driving okay. the truck and the vibration starts, do you feel it first in your hands or in your feet?
5: In my hands.
2: Okay. And what speed does it tend to come in at?
3: Uh, about 45 miles an hour.
2: And can you drive through the vibration and will it stop?
3: Yes.
2: And yeah, how fast?
3: Uh, About
2: 60. All right. Now, at high speeds, there's no vibration. When you slow down through that speed range, does the vibration come back again? Yes, it does. Ah, you got a bad kingpin. Or a sticky kingpin. And it's not too loose. The thrust bearing under the kingpin is probably degrading, and it's causing it to wiggle as you go through that range and as you come back down through it. Yep. In other words, the kingpin is sticking as the, gy- the gyroscopic action tries to take place yep. in the wheel assembly. Yep, and it probably stops again below 45. It starts again when you come up through it. So between 45 and 60, whether you're accelerating or decelerating, you have a vibration, right? Yeah.
3: But that, yep. when, I, when I had my alignment done, I just had a, a, an MD alignment done, and yep. they checked my kingpins, and they said they were good.
2: Yes, the they're tight, but the problem is your thrust bearing's bad. Right. Until, and you, unless they tear apart the spindle, they won't see it. Yeah, you can't see that. That's something you've got to tear it apart to find.
6: Okay. So, what, you, you said it was a thrust bearing?
2: Yeah, there's, thrust a thru, there's a bearing underneath the axle, between the axle and the spindle, that carries the weight when you're turning the wheel, and that thrust bearing's bad. How many miles are on these kingpins, do you know? New. Since new?
7: Oh, I don't know. There's over a million miles on this truck.
2: Man, they're probably the original kingpins, huh? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs)
4: probably
2: I think you need a a pair of kingpins is what I think. All right. Okay. Um, All righty?
3: All right, boss, man. You heard (laughs) (laughs) him.
2: All right.
4: Yeah, 24 ounces and still not Yeah, well,
2: it? well, I don't know about the 24 ounces. That's another whole discussion, but it means that's what will cause the vibration. Right. And the vibration is going to cause tire wear. Right. Okay? And the- now, do you want a way to check which kingpin is causing the problem and convince yourself that's really it?
4: No, I mean, if we can <laughs> take it in the shop and... Do and um, you recommend obviously doing both of them at once,
2: right? Well, of course, but if you before you tear it apart, just to find out if I know what I'm talking about or if I'm smoking shit here.
4: Jack it up,
2: and no, jack it pop, up. Yes, uh, yeah, I want to. I want to put some some uh, garbage bags piled up to make a slip plate underneath it. You know what I mean? Okay. Set it down. Disconnect the tie rod and disconnect the drag link. And then try with your hands to turn that tire left and right on the either, you know, you've got two pieces of sheet metal with grease between them or something to make a slip. And one of them will probably turn pretty easy, and one of the front tires will fight you while you're trying to turn it. That's the one with the bad thrust bearing. Right. That's with the weight on it. Yep. But the weight has to be sitting down on the thrust bearing for you to find it. If you try to turn it when it's jacked up, there's no weight on the thrust bearing. You won't think there's anything wrong.
4: Right, right. And that isn't something that you obviously do an alignment check. So, Yeah, it's yeah, that but wouldn't be
2: part of a normal alignment check. That's not what we're looking for. Right, right. Okay. Okay?
4: All right. Sounds good, gentlemen. We
2: appreciate it. You betcha. You. Good luck to you, buddy. Yep. Thanks a well. lot. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. okay. We took Bye. care of Texas, too. All right. Now we're going back up because we skipped a guy. 801. 801 area code. I I think that's Jamaica. Jamaica. Actually, you called this state earlier. You were wrong, but you called it. Utah. (laughs) This guy's in Utah. All
6: right.
2: I bet he's still in Utah. Or Jamaica. Well, he could be in Jamaica. Let's find out. Hello, Utah.
6: (laughs) Hello, guys. I am actually not in Jamaica, uh, although I love the food. Um, okay, I'm not in, I'm not in Utah. I'm actually uh-huh. in Montana.
2: So, well, that's
6: almost the same thing. <laughs>
2: well, just yeah. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kevin says it's only this far <laughs> on the map. So that's cool. Yeah. All
3: uh, right. Uh,
6: what's up? Well, uh, here I am. I'm a virgin truck owner that just got my cherry pop and bought a uh-huh. truck. Uh huh, and it is an older FLD. It's a 2007. Got it. It's got 1.1 million on it. Just broke. Um, (laughs) Just well, yeah. It's at the point where they've got a new, a relatively new engine. Just put new stuff in it. So I think I got a pretty decent deal. Mm -hmm. On the test drive, I didn't have any problems. Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing any unusual wear on the tires that are all half or better worn, but Mm -hmm. not worn out. And so the thing that I want to do is as I get started on this, I want to make sure that it's right as I get ready to go out. Mm -hmm. Where can I take this and have the alignments checked to get a good baseline and somebody who knows and understands
2: the suspension
6: systems so that I can, I want a good baseline on this when I get ready to get going. So I know, okay, this is uh, what I've got to do. This is what, it, before I put it in service.
2: Okay. Now you're in Montana. Well, right? it, yeah, the truck's in Utah.
6: It, yeah, the truck's in Utah. I just barely bought it. Oh. Okay. I uh, bought it today, actually. But, so,
2: But you're going to haul it back to Montana. Is that right?
6: No, I'm from Utah. from Utah. I'm just ah, I'm just sitting okay. in I'm just sitting in Montana on another load in a different truck. So, got it. Okay,
2: now I understand. All right. Um, one of the things Kevin mentioned earlier is we do have a shop locator on our website. Yep. So if you go to mdalignment.com MD and go alignment. to the shop locator, mdalignment.com. And you go to the shop locator tab, it'll pull up a map of the U.S. You pick a state, you click that, it'll give you a list of the shops in that state that we like and trust. And there is one in Utah, okay. I believe. Okay? Surely. Okay. All right. And and that guy can help you. Now, the number one thing on a Freightliner mm-hmm. is you got to make sure the U-bolts in the rear of the truck are tight. Because it's an under-slung suspension. Yes. And a Freightliner has a tendency on the rear suspension that as the U-bolts get loose, the airbags underneath the rear of the truck will tilt and their bottoms will move toward each other and the airbags will be sitting in a V. And okay. if you see that, you you know the U-bolts are loose and it's got to be tightened up. Yep. Okay? Okay. Okay. So that's the number
6: one that's thing a very... on a Freightliner. Okay. So that should be, I mean, they should stay tight. For what, every, so every PM, should I be checking this or about uh, every 50,000 miles? miles. About every every 50,000 miles.
2: Okay. Whatever service interval you have close to that, make somebody go underneath it with an impact gun and just tighten the shit out of it. Okay. Okay. So that's the number one thing you should be worried about. The number two thing that I worry about is inflations in the steer tires. A hundred pounds okay. in the rears is fine, but what, on a steer, whatever it says on the sidewall, I want 10 extra pounds in it.
6: Ten extra pounds
2: Ten versus more than what it says, it says on the tires. sidewall. Correct. Okay. On, a, on the steers. Now, now everybody on the believes steers. that the, the pressure on the sidewall of a tire is the maximum pressure, but for commercial truck tires, that's not true. It's the minimum pressure it requires to carry the load that's specified. Right. right. And so, if we run ten extra, we get much better tire work. Okay.
6: Okay. So, if it says one ten, run one. I want one
2: twenty. If it says one twenty, okay. I want one thirty. Okay. Okay. But that's only okay, on that the steers. The,
6: the rears you can run a hundred pounds.
2: That's fine because that's right those loaded. tires, <coughs> fully loaded.
4: Axles.
2: Yeah, the rear tires are only carrying four thousand pounds of weight fully loaded. The f- steers are carrying six thousand pounds or more. Right. Right, and they actually steer. They're doing a lot more work. Yeah, they're doing a lot of work up there. Turning okay. and
6: yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of okay. okay.
2: So those are the the first two things I can tell any operator of a truck, particularly if he's in a freightliner. Those are the first two things you can watch and take care of yourself. Okay. Okay. Then after okay. that, you need to go to somebody who knows what he's doing to check the thing out. Now, is is Kaysville, Utah, close to you? Yes, absolutely. There's one on our website right there, Laser Alignment Services in Kaysville, Utah. Give him a call. Tell him you want an appointment. Tell him you want to check the truck out. Yep.
6: Okay. Okay. It's in the Freightliner. It's a dealer right now getting uh, 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 some, uh, what they call their, courtesy check. Just go Mm -hmm. through. Give me my list of things I got to fix. Right. And give me my to-do list. uh, Check out. As soon as I'm done with that, uh, we'll run Mm -hmm. it up to Kaysville. Very good. All right. That you you take care of it at. for you. Okay. And if you, you get guys any are questions, awesome, thank you. Yeah. A call anytime. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You betcha, bud. Bye bye. Bye. Goodbye.
2: Okay. All right. Got a Few more minutes. We and got seven six zero. That's California. Yeah, he's back. Is he back? Yep. Like a bad penny. <clears throat> like a bad penny. Like yeah. a bad penny. Let's see what he has to say. All right. Hello, Hello California. Seven six oh.
0: Okay, I got one more question. I can go ahead and order shims for you guys tomorrow, can't I? Sure. sure. No problem. Okay, what about caster wedges?
2: We don't. We don't we stock caster wedges. Most of the time we're taking caster wedges out, not putting them in. Yeah, we have okay. with more okay. than we need. Now, unless you're planning on reducing caster to give guys better ride, but I don't encourage you to start off with that in your business. Start okay. off just fixing the guy's trucks and solving problems. And most of the time, extra caster wedges are going to be in the other shops that don't need to be there, buy an <laughs> When I used to do alignments all the time, I never had to buy caster wedges because I had 300 of them that I could use.
0: Okay. Okay? Yep.
2: All right, buddy. Have a good one. Bye.
6: Bye.
2: All right. And here's another one. Now, this is 915. And if I recall correctly, this is Texas. This is, well, let me look and make sure. It is Texas. So this would be the fourth call from Texas. At least the fourth. At least the fourth. Well, I think one, yeah, one might have called back. But it's at least four. So we're popular in Texas. We're going to go to the 404. Or does Texas have a lot of problems? We'll go ahead and take this call. Let's find out. All right. Fourth call from Texas. Hello, Texas.
7: Yes, hello. There's another. This is another Texan boy here.
2: Another Texan boy. <laughs> Are you in Texas?
7: <laughs> Not right now. I'm traveling up through Arizona.
2: Arizona. Oh, that's another song. Okay, anyway, what's up?
7: Uh, the main question I wanted to find out, I just uh, put on super singles uh, from Michelin, mm-hmm. the uh, Energy D. Mhm. Uh, 120 pounds is fine on those drives. Then uh, I heard something about only 10 pounds, but on the steer tires uh, is recommended, but not on the drives or the yeah. singles. What's that? Well,
2: super super singles is another discussion compared to steers. Okay. Right. The yeah. super single fully loaded. You're carrying 8,500 pounds of load on that tire. Okay. Okay. Because you got 17,000 pounds on the axle. Now, I'm looking at another chart here. Are these 445 65s or 445 50s? 50s.
7: 445
2: 50. I would say that you need to run 110, 115, 120 up in that area to get good wear. Yes. So at least 110.
7: Okay. Uh, so by keeping them at about 120, when it's hot, it's going to increase anywhere between 5 to 7 pounds, I guess. Uh, more more it would than that. be best to bring it back down no, more no, no. than that? N- okay. No. no.
2: Now, let's, let's talk about what happens when it gets hot. As okay. your truck drives down the road, at 60 degrees of outside temperature, the sidewall bends, and as it bends, it generates heat. And the heat goes into the tire air chamber and expands the gas and makes a higher pressure, right? Yes. Okay. And we expect that to occur. That's the normal design. That's what, yeah, this is all intended to happen. Now, the cool air at 60 degrees going over your tire is taking some of that heat off. Got it? And that makes the tire work. At 100 degrees outside temperature when that tire bends and generates heat the 100 degrees cannot take as much heat off so your tire actually gets even hotter so in okay. high temperatures you want to run higher cold inflations to keep the tire from getting too hot
0: right keep it from working in all in all yeah, these cases it's opposite
2: it's opposite oh, what we brand think new.
7: yeah,
2: yeah we is. think in hot air, you should run lower pressures, but no, in hot air, you should run higher pressures. In fact, in cold pressure, you should run higher pressures. There's no situation where you should be saying, I need to start taking air out. Yeah, because in cold temperatures like zero, the tire can't generate enough heat to get the air pressure where it's supposed to be when you're running. So we find it, whether it's extremely cold or extremely hot, extra air is a good thing.
7: And remember, okay, so you're talking 120 to, would be a good deal then.
2: Yes, and the people I'm talking to okay. that are running the Michelin Super Singles are getting really good wear up in that range. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All You're right.
7: Okay? Yeah, I've got one of these uh, uh, tire pressure uh,
0: indicators, monitors,
7: and I'm still trying to yeah, and I'm still trying to make sense of it. Uh, it fluctuates mm-hmm. a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
7: And uh, so I- I'm Don't not worry quite about that. sure. You know. Don't worry too much about it then.
2: Okay. No. Uh, no. Yeah, Remember, I, I, as you go, as you go up in altitude, the gas and the pressure is going to expand, but it's also going to get colder, and and so it's going all over the place. You can't figure out what the hell's going on. Right. Just as long as you you start with a cold pressure. Yes. Which is two hours of rest, cold pressure, at the correct pressure, everything will be fine when you're running. It can that pressure can almost double. And it wouldn't matter to the tire or the rent we've we've seen pressures go up to one hundred eighty right, so don't you yeah, don't and don't worry about five ten pounds this way or that way. keep good pressure in it cold
7: okay, and what's your take on uh, nitrogen in, uh, in there instead of just there
2: uh, it's a great con. I haven't seen anybody do any real good with it in truck tires. No. I haven't found All any right. tire engineers that recommend nitrogen. No, not for okay. not for truck tires.
7: Okay. All right. All right. All Thank right, you. buddy. You bet. Bye bye.
2: Okay. All right. We got forty five seconds for two calls. We got four oh four. Let's go ahead and hear what he says. What do you got? Hello, four oh four. In Georgia. Hey guys.
7: Hey guys. How you doing?
2: We're good. good. Yourself?
7: Can't complain too much going through Little Rock, though, but you guys just uh-huh. told some guys to put 120, 130 pounds of air in their tires now.
2: In a steer. Experience
7: has taught me
6: in a steer, mm-hmm. exactly. The most reliable mm-hmm. place to find that 120, 130 pounds of air pressure is off the truck itself.
2: Okay, cool. Is that,
6: damaging the, is that, is that bad for the compressor to do that?
2: No, won't hurt it at all. If you right, were running okay, cool, 120, cool. 130 all the time out of that compressor, that might be an issue. But your compressor is designed to build pressure and leave it and stuff. As long as the compressing pump is operating on a pressure cycle where it builds pressure and then it rests and then it builds pressure and it rests, that's not hard on the p-
6: Well, I grab it right when the pop-off pops off. I sure, get 125 sure. up, off the line right then and there. I do my steers then, and do my drive tires when it starts bleeding off. After that,
2: yep, that'd be fine. That, that doesn't hurt a thing. Yeah,
6: I'll stand it. Okay, very good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You betcha. Bye bye.
2: Yep, that was right. good. That was good because a lot of people say they go into truck stops and they won't let them run 120, which is right. stupid. But he can get the pressure himself. All right, we got one more call here. Five We're going to take one. this last one at five four one area code. And uh, What's that's Oregon 541. Hello, Oregon. Hello? Hello, are you there? I think you hit it on accident. We got nobody in Oregon. No, it's probably Kevin listening in. Could be, <laughs> could be. Well. In that case, you have yourself a good day, Oregon. Everybody else, have yourself a good day. It's been a nice night. We've got a lot of questions and answers. Yep. We've managed to bullshit you all incredibly. Yeah. <laughs> but we wish you luck. We will not be here next Sunday because we're going to be drunk watching the Super Bowl game. That's it. All Everybody's right. Everybody's off next week. Talk to you in a couple of weeks, folks. Bye. Right, bye. Bye.